0: What is going on, guys? It's is DK. Back at you with another video here. It's regarding the four-game CSGO main slate on Thursday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports daily fantasy sports slates. Esports including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and this one, Counter-Strike CSGO. Also, I just want to say again, thank you guys for all support. We're at 3.38 thousand subscribers, uh, so if you guys enjoy this content, um, if you could take two seconds Saturday, hit that like button, subscribe. If you haven't already, hit that notification bell. If you're listening to us on, on Apple Podcasts, I would appreciate if you leave a five-star rating and review as I continue to grow that, as well as the YouTube channel. If you guys are interested in PGA content, uh, we have a Millionaire Maker tomorrow morning. I do have a video already up for the Travelers Championship. If you guys are interested, um, you can check out my video that I uploaded a couple days ago. Um, but with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So uh, before we get into uh, players and the prices, let me actually go to the CSGO slate. I was looking at some golf just now. Uh, but yeah, let me go to this slate. We have, I mean, the contest size has been good here for DraftKings. $12, $15K to first. That's really, really solid. Uh, but let's take a look at my lineup here from Wednesday. So Wednesday was a um, pretty good day for me. Uh, cash in, in both my GPPs and the, the smaller one and obviously in the $33 one. Um, didn't go crazy, but uh, had a decent day, right? Profited. Um, won Zaiwoo in the captain spot, again, he was just the best play of the day in cash games, the safest play. Um, they ended up absolutely crushing uh, winning 2 0, uh, but still he put up a pretty good day there in the captain spot. RPK, again, him and Shocks are my favorite, in my other two plays. RPK had a really, really good day for his price at only 6K, 84 fans points. Again, Vitality just blew him out of the water. RPK went 37 and 14. <laughs> Um, and then I went with a two-man 100 Thieves stack, the two, my two favorite there with Jay Cass and Jakeem. Um, both, both are pretty good. Uh, I guess, you know, the one um, The one frustrating thing about 100 Thieves is they are a little bit more of a balanced team. So... Um, it is a little bit tougher to predict who's going to have the good game day in and day out. I think it was as that actually had the best day, and then it was followed by these two and Cast and Jakeem. On the um, team, look what's starting on with Elyse and Twist. Mentioned Elyse being one of my favorite plays. They ended up winning 2-0. Twist was solid. Not, not great for his price, right? 34 and 33, 48 fancy points in a 2-0 sweep. Okay, maybe expected a little bit more. But all in all, um, cached. Again, um, all three of the teams I, I played won, so it, it was a pretty solid day. Hope you guys had a good day as well. But all right, let's take a look at some mods for, for the slates. We have Phase and Big. Uh, big or minus 135 favorites. Uh, we have Heretics and OG. This one's basically pick em as well. OG minus 130 favorites. Uh, then we have Furia and EG. Again, same thing. Furia, slight favorites of minus 135. And G and Cloud9, Cloud9, slight favorites of minus 135. So all four of these games are basically pick them. So it makes a really interesting slate. I think ownership will be kind of spread out in this one because I really think you can make an argument for any of these eight teams on the slate. So I think that is going to spread out the ownership and I think it makes for it for a good slate, right? I don't think it's gonna be too chalky. Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk about the first game here. So big versus phase. This is where I think you will get some, some pretty popular plays and they're going to be on the big side. Um, Big have been absolutely on fire recently. They have dominated Phase the last two times they've played, uh, winning 2-0 fashion easily in both. Um, if you look at these games, right, 16 to nine, 16 to five, 16 to four, and then that one was close, 22 to 19. So um, you got to give the edge to Big if you're just looking at the numbers, right, and how well they played. Right, they've won the last five games. It'd be complexity spirit g2 whereas phase have only won two of the last five games so phase kind of limping into this big have been on fire big have dominated phase um you know recently so all those things you know add up to to big is going to be a lot more popular in my opinion um if you just look at the odds though, again i think this one is somewhat even um but let's just talk about the big side first. So this is a team again I think will be very popular, especially Xantares at six point eight k. I think he's going to be one of the more popular plays of the day. I think he does stand out. Right? I think he's too cheap. I mentioned him as being my favorite play on the big side last time. He went off an insane uh, score. Uh, he went uh, crazy. His numbers: point seven eight kills round, point six seven deaths round. Searson at point seven seven and .57, and Tabson at .75 and .64. So. Yeah, is, you could argue, has the best numbers on this team, and he's at 6.8K, whereas Searson's at 8.6K. So that's why I think Zantrez is going to be one of the most popular plays of the day. He does look really good. Um, Tabson and Searson at 7.6 and 8.6K respectively. Those guys are close. I think I would slightly prefer Tabson to Searson for the $1,000 difference, but uh, again, that one's close. I think all three are going to garner some ownership Again, I think this big side will be popular because of their recent play um, and because of their recent performance against FaZe. Now, the other guys with Tizan and, and Kito. Sorry, I have a, allergies have been killing me, guys. Um, two guys at the bottom. I don't have a whole lot of interest in those two. Um, they, they can have decent games. They're .62 and .59. Um, Keto at, at .65 and .63. So both, both are slightly positive. Um, which isn't bad, right? 5.8 and 6.4K respectively. Again, Big has just been playing really, really well. Uh, but I don't know if I want to, you know, when you have xantras for $400 more or $1,000 more, I would just much prefer getting to him. Um, so let's talk about the phase side now. Um, we have Nico at 9.4, Brokey at 7.2, and Cold at 6.6K. So once again, my favorite plays on phase are, are Nico. I think he's going to go low on it this late. I, I really do. And that's why I think this phase side is interesting, right? Um, anytime you can get a low owned Nico, um, that's always a great thing in GPPs, right? Because Nico has enormous upside. You could argue he has the biggest upside of anyone on this slate. He can definitely put up over 100. When he's playing really well, he can put this team on his back. So I have Anderson in Nico. Again, I think he's going to be concerned because the big guys are just going to be a lot more popular. So people are not going to want to play players on both sides. Again, they're just going go to go the big side. So this Nico play, I like a lot for GPPs. Brokey and Cold, I much prefer Cold for, what, $600 less. Um, Cold has better overall numbers. Again, I, I've said this a lot, but I think he is the second best player on this team. 0.7 kills from 0.62 deaths from, whereas Brokey's at 0.65 and 0.57. Now, Brokey has been playing decent of late. Again, he uses the AWP, but I just prefer getting to Cold when he has better numbers and he's $600 cheaper. Rain's a guy that I'll probably be staying away from uh, at 6.4. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to get to rain. when We can get to cold for $200 more. And then Beam has a 5.4K. is always a tough one. I think he's a viable GPP dart throw. He, he's been up and down, but he has had games where he's carried this phase team. So when he's playing well, he can, um, he can really carry this roster. But again, he's been very up and down. So if you get him on his bad day, he does have a pretty low floor. So uh, all in all, in this game, again, I think the popular way, a lot of the ownership is going to the big side. I think they they do look better plays, but sometimes you kind of just got to go with your gut. And my gut is telling me to go with phase. So I'm, I'm liking the phase side a lot personally. I know that's more of a contrarian take, uh, but that's probably the, the way that I'm going to go for this one. I think I do like the phase side a little bit more. Now, again, I think the popular approach, I think a lot of people will go big, and I think they do look really good for their prices, but uh, sometimes you kind of just got to go with your gut on on these things, and I think I I like FaZe to bounce back. I know they've been killed the last couple times against big, but I just think that's going to really lower the ownership, and anytime you get a low-owned Nico, low-owned Coldzera, I'm going to take advantage of that. Uh, Next, let's talk about OG and Heretics. Again, this one's basically a pick. OG's slight favorites here at minus 130. I disagree with that. I think Heretics are... The much better team, in my opinion. Um, so let's talk about the OG side first. OG is a team that's been really struggling. Now, they have won, I think, the last last couple games, but not against the best competition. Before that, swapped by NIP, lost to, to complexity. Um, and even before that, right, they're on, they're on a big losing streak. I think the guy that I have some interest in is, is Matt, too, right? He's, he's been playing really well uh, of late. He's been the guy that you know can carry this roster, but he's coming in at a price of. 9k. I think that makes him a contrarian play, definitely. Um, so yeah, not someone I would look to for cash games. I think he makes for an interesting GPP play. The other options on this team, I don't really think I want to get to anyone again. I just like the Heretic side a lot more. Um, so I think it would only be Mattu as a one off if I was considering it, but I don't like it. I like the Heretic side again a lot more. So let's talk about this Heretic side. We haven't seen this team in a while in uh, on the you know, on a DraftKings slate. Um, they've been in relatively good form before that loss against Saw. Have won the last four games. Now again, you could argue not against the best competition. Um Heretics did play OG um, recently that they won 2-0. Um, I just think they're the more talented team. The top 3 guys like I really like in Macca, Lucky and Navara. Um, let's take a look at their prices, right? So we have Macca at 10.2k. Now he's had games if you look at his DraftKings log where he's won absolutely nuts, right? like almost four straight 100 fancy point games against good teams and complexity. Dignitas is all right, but they've been struggling, obviously. Put up 106 against North. He really does have the upside when he's playing well to, to put up a massive game. Now you are going to have to pay a premium for him. So on this slate, there's so many good plays in the low 9k range, mid 8k range, 7k range that If you play a guy like Maka, you're going to have to sacrifice somewhere. You're going to have to play cheap play. Um, I think it is doable, but again, you're going to have to sacrifice a little bit to get him in there. I think I'd much prefer Navara for almost $300, $3,000 difference, I should say. If you look at their numbers the last three months, they're identical. Maka, 0.75 and 0.61. Navarra 0.75 and 0.61. You get them at a 3K discount. So, he really stands out to me as one of the best plays on the slate uh, at that price. Love Navarra. again. I think he is one of my favorite plays. I think Lucky is viable as well, 7k. Now, he doesn't have as good of numbers, but again, these three, those three guys do really carry this roster. Uh, Lucky coming at a 0.7 to 1 and 0.63, so I think he's a viable cheap play as well. Kiyoshima and XMS are basically stayaways for me. I know Kiyoshima has been, you know, okay recently, but I just like those top three guys a lot, and that's where we get the production from most of the time. So I think I'd rank my place here for the prices. Probably Navarra 1, Lucky 2, Mac of 3. I still think Mac is in play, and you're just going to have to sacrifice a little bit. I think that price tag will lower his ownership. But if you get a game where, where he plays well, which is a lot of the time, he can put up over 100 easily. So um, I think he makes for a good GPP play for sure at that price point. Next, let's talk about Furia and, and EG. So this is another game where I think I might go a little bit contrarian. Uh, Furia are slight favorites, but EG have really been dominating the series. Um, Yeah, EG have won 17-4 in head-to-head games. They've been in better form than Furia. Um, I just, I don't know, I I feel like Furia is still one of the best teams, if not the best team in in CSGO right now. So I'm going to give the edge to, to Furia personally. Um, but yeah, this one, again, really, if you just look at the odds, it, it can go either way. Let's, let's look at the prices for these guys. So let's start, uh, start on the Furious side. We have Case 8.2, Henny at 7.8, and Yuri at 7.4K. Those three, again, we know where the production come. It's from those top three guys. Um, all three have very good numbers. Yuri at 0.75 and 0.61, as far as kills proud desk deaths proud. Uh, Henny with the sniper with the off 0.7 and 0.56, and then Case point seven two 0.72 and 0.56. So again, all three, pretty pretty similar i think you know for their prices i think yuri does look the best now you get about a thousand dollars difference with him and case at 7.4 k um with case and henny again i think henny will be slightly more popular because he's 400 dollars cheaper but all three are certainly in play um i guess for their prices it probably would rank them yuri henny and K-Serato, but i still like case um again I think that will this price will lower his ownership a little bit compared to his teammates right um, and then Art and Vinny. Vinny's basically a stay away from me unless you think they win two zero. and when all four games are, are again, almost pickums, it's hard for me to get out any of those really cheap guys, because that's, that's what you go for, right? When you play those cheap guys, you're really hoping for the two zero. All four of these games are basically pick-ems, um, so there's not a whole lot of guys like below like 6.5k that I'm really interested in on the slate, because there's so many good plays in the mid-tier, in my opinion. Uh, so, Vinny, probably you'll stay away. Art has been actually has flashed him upside here uh, recently for this team. He's a very aggressive player, but still I don't see myself getting to him uh, at that price. Um, I could see you make an argument for him. Um, 0.68 kills around 0.74 deaths on rounds. He's a guy that's in a lot of gunfights. He always seems to be the one initiating the the gunfights, but yeah, I just prefer the other three guys on the Ferrier roster. Next, let's talk about the EG side. So I think this team will, will garner some ownership for sure. Um, again, they've dominated Furia recently. Um, the price tags look look a little bit better. Uh, so you have Cirque at 7.2, Breeze at 7K. Cirque's been in really, really good form with the AWP. He's playing some of his best counter trick I've seen. So I think he stands out as a really solid play at uh, 7.2K. Breeze has still slightly better numbers the last three months. These are the two guys where, um, you know, they are, they're the best two players on this team. Um, and at their respective prices on this slate, I think they look pretty good. So if you want to go the EG route, obviously the, the prices look a little bit better than the Führer side. I'm just, um, again, kind of go with my gut. I think Führer is still the better team, even though they haven't fared against them well recently. Um, so I kind of like the Führer side a little bit better. Ethan uh, is definitely the number three on this team. He has had games where he's taken over, uh, but when he's so close to Breeze and Cirque and Price, it doesn't make sense for me to get to him unless you're trying to get very contrarian, which then I could understand it, right? If you go with the EG stack... And say so you want to go two man stack, uh, and said, you know, everyone who plays EG are probably going to go Cirque Breeze, so maybe get a little bit different and go Ethan instead of one of those other two guys. I-, I could see doing that for GPPs. Tariq, Stanislaw, at their respective prices, are probably stayaways. Normally, guys I would consider if I think they, they can win this 2 0, but again, I like the fear side a little bit better. And in general, there's just not a whole lot of cheap plays I'm super interested in because all, all, the, all these games should stay close, right? So. Um, lastly let's talk about the c9 and gen g side uh, again this one's okay, basically pick them c9 minus 135 favorites i like the c9 side i know i'm kind of a homer but uh they're just a team I, I basically play almost every single slate rarely let me down um so let's talk about the c9 side they have also dominated this series against gen g uh 7-3 i well, guess not dominated but they've they've fared well recently against gen g gen g's kind of been limping into this tournament right lost the last three games all in O2 fashion against Furia, EG, and Liquid. Now, yeah, those are good teams, but getting swept by it, the last three teams is not great, whereas Cloud9 as has won three of the last four. They did beat a solid MIBR team, so I, mean, I think you could argue, again, Cloud9 in better form. They've they've played well against Gen.G recently, so I, I like the Cloud9 side a little bit better here. Um, we have OC at 8.8, floppy at 8.4K, okay. so OC, the last slate, really took over. Like He had an enormous game. I think he had like over 100, and I'll... For some reason, DraftKings doesn't update these scorelines, which is really frustrating. The last game they have on here is six twelve, but yeah, OC had the big game last time they were out here. Um, now his price is over Floppy. Yeah, I'm gonna give that to Floppy there at eight point four k for a four hundred dollar difference. Again, I think he is the better player on this team or the best player on this team. Both are again are pretty similar plays. Uh, floppy 0.75 and 0.67 as far as kills round death round. OC with the off 0.72 and 0.62. So again, pretty similar. I'm just gonna give that to Floppy. Um, I think he's flashed more upside, you know, historically in the last few months that, um, you know, CSGO has been going on here. Um, JT is basically a stay away from, from me at that price. Again, I'm, I'm not really looking to any of those cheap options, but Sonic and MOTM are interesting to me at six, both at 6.8K. Again, it all, I, I've mentioned this a lot, but it always seems that one of those guys has a really good game, whether it be MOTM or Sonic. Normally, I give the edge to MOTM. He's more the aggressive player. He always seems to be on initiating gunfights on this team, whereas Sonic kind of what plays a little bit more passive again we'll use the second op when cloud nine does use a two op setup both have flash upside again i think i slightly prefer motm at almost identical uh, identical prices but i don't mind getting to one of those guys if you want to go c9 and you know pair one of those top guys with someone in, in the six point eight point well i guess sonic is two hundred dollars more uh than motm sorry i've been staring at a screen all day long um so yeah i think i slightly give the edge there to motm over sonic but it is close and now let's talk about the Gen G side. So this is a team I have very little interest in. Again, I think I think C9 will win this one. Gen G have been struggling recently, uh, but the price tags look okay in these guys. So you have Automatic at seven point two, Kusta at seven K, 10 at six point eight. Those are the top three I have interest in. Sam Daps are, are kind of stayaways uh, for me. I know som has been you know a little bit up and down, can have good games, but it's those top three guys if I was going to consider Gen G. Um, I think Kusa's been the guy that's in the best form now. Uh, this, again, this Genji team just in general have been struggling, right? Kusta now negative, slightly KD, automatic, slightly positive, Bentent, slightly positive. Uh, so their team just KD in general been going down because of recent form. But I think, I think Kusta ha- has been you know, playing the best recently for this team. So he would probably be the guy I would look to the most. I think I would rank him Kusta, Bentent, automatic if I had to. But personally, again, I'm going to go the C9 side. I think C9 does win this one. So uh, let's talk about the slate, and let's talk about cash game play. So cash game's tricky on the slate. With all four games that are, are basically pick-ems, it's really interesting, but I think if you're playing the cash game format, I think the big side does look better than the phase side. So again, Xantrez, he's one of the better cash game plays of the slate, in my opinion, that price. Also like Taps and Searson viable as well. On the phase side, Maybe not so much cash game plays, right? Because they've been struggling recently, big up dominated. It's kind of just a gut feeling for me. I do think phase bounced back. So that's why I'm going to go Faze, uh for my GBP lineup. OG and Heretics. I like the Heretics side a lot more. I know OG, I think, are slight favorites. Um, yeah, OG are slight favorites, but I do like the Heretics side more. I think they are more the better team. Those top three guys with Maca, Navarra, Lucky. Again, Navarra, Lucky for their respective prices look pretty good. Um, Fira and EG. Again, I know EG have been uh, you know, kind of had furious number, so maybe they're the more cash game plays, they are a little bit cheaper, Cirque Breeze, uh, but again, personally, I, I think I like the Furious side a little bit better, and then C9, Genji, I think the C9 guys are more cash game plays, uh, they've been playing well against Genji. Genji have really been struggling, so I think I like the C9 guys for cash games as well, again, guys like Floppy, maybe MOTM, um, but yeah, for GPPs, um again i kind of told you, you guys hinted at what i'm doing i like the fae side a little bit more i like the heretic side um i think furia win against eg and i like c9 so that's probably where i'm gonna get my exposure now as far as roster construction goes it really kind of depends if you think one team dominates which is always possible you could go for a three-man stack there right like a three-man stack of vitality i think might have won the tournament today because rpk went off shocks had a really good day and then obviously zywoo I'm not sure. I didn't look at the winning lineup. I think it could have been. Um, so if, if you think a team really dominates, you can definitely go a three-man stack, I think. But a popular approach is probably like a 2-2-1-1 or a 2-2-2. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, if you think a game stays close, which all four of these are projected to stay close, you can definitely play players on both sides, right? So if you want to play Xantrez, again, he looks really good for his price, maybe run it back with Nico. I think that's that's an interesting build. Or, again, you can make a more argument for really any of these teams, but um, that's, that's a viable bill for GPPs as well that not a lot of people like doing is playing players on both sides of the game. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's going to do it for today's video, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you like this video. Again, subscribe if you haven't already and hit that notification bell. We're closing in on 3.4 thousand subscribers. Um, so thanks again. Hope you guys all have a good night, uh, and I will see you all in the next video.